0: evening any questions tonight why are you sitting so close
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, so we hear that bhakti goes to the jiva and then Bhagavan goes and so I was kind of wondering like maybe it's kind of a dumb question but like if we're making spiritual, like, if we want to make spiritual advancement, is like, can like, did, should, I mean, should we be going to like bhakti, or like, like can Bhagavan bless us with like, do we do we make spiritual advancement through the blessings of bhakti or Bhagavan or, like, is there some interplay between them? I don't know. It's kind of questions question, something like that. If that's clear.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> but, um, yeah. There's a couple of ways, uh, you know, very briefly to look at that. I mean, I think I understand what you're saying, but, uh, uh, you know, you know from one point of view, the blessings of bhakti are the blessings of, of Bhagawan. That's his Shakti. It's not different than you can look separately. That's, I guess, how you're thinking about it, if Bhakti goes there, who's independent, mm. right? But she's not really independent of Bhagavan, mm. although Bhagawan's not really independent of her <laughs> either. She has the power to conquer or overwhelm Bhagavan, so to speak. But, uh, you know, the, the interplay between Bhakti and, and Bhagavan this is, is that... Um, <clears throat> interplay between, in one sense, Radha and Krishna, so they're one and they're, they're they're different. Um, and, um, to put it another way, in regard to your, your question, you you can attain bhakti, for example, through kripa, blessings, independent of sadhana even, and that may be from the blessings of a devotee or the blessings of Bhagawan, so either way.
1: Yeah, I guess I was thinking in terms of like if you're chanting Japa and you're seeing maybe you're not seeing look maybe you're seeing like let's say you're chanting Japa and you see the names is and Akai or like Krishna Balram or something and it's like it's, it's like you don't, it's like is Radharani missing from there or are you like not properly invoking her blessings or something
0: kind of like that I mean I'm, I'm sure I just wanting to hear what you would say um it's not that if you worship Gornatai you're not worshipping um Radha or Devi. um excuse me so, you know, in one sense, you have just used Gornathai or Christian Paliram as an example. Um, since you you have asked about them in particular, um, other forms of the Godhead. Um, For example, you could worship Lakshmi Nishinga, Lakshmi Narayan, and so forth. Um, And obviously, the Shakti of uh, Radha in the form of Lakshmi is present there. That said, um, before going on, people worship Lakshmi, excuse me, worship Narayan without Lakshmi, or Lakshmi, or uh, Ugra Nisringa, for Example, the angry, you know, with Prahlada. Of course, Prahlada's there. But, but um, uh, um, uh, with regard to Gaur and Nityananda, yes, they're both Bhagawan, Krishna and Balaram, they're both Bhagawan, but Nityananda Prabhu and Balaram, they have a um, his position as a servant of gore, servant of, um, friend, servant, um, um, existing for the pleasure of Krishna, Mm -hmm. Um, it's, uh, and and in that sense, Balaram and Atinanda have a shakti role. So someone wants to ask me a similar question. if you worship, Christian Balaram, where's the Shakti? That's kind of what you're asking, and uh, and of course Balaram is is Bhagwan, but he's also we're looking at him as as uh, also as as Bhakta. And some 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 in some some, and some he's looked at only as as a Bhakta an Achieve, which is of course not um, our perspective. But um, but maybe there's reason for it, you know, as, as, we, as we talk about it, because he takes that that uh, that role, especially through the lens, as I often say, of the Goswamis. Balaram's existing really only for the pleasure of, of 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 Krishna, and and more so than in a in a more comp- Complete role with a with a Lakshmi with a with, a, with a, when we don't I mean who who's the uh, principal wife or Gopi of Balaram and Praj? It's easy to come up blank on that one. Um, so, but he has a Gopis, right? There's that feature of him uh, also. Uh, n- Mahatma Gandhi or looks at that as mariada hmm,
1: relationship
0: between Balaram and Skopis, which is whereas looking at Balaram in relation to Krishna is is, is rag mark perspective. Hmm. So uh, he's more prominently and, and again. Um, he, uh, wherever Krishna manifests in another form, in one sense Lakshmi is there, maybe except in the case of Mohini or Nar Narayan, Rishi where he's a brahmachari. Mohini is in a female form. Um, it's Ram, Sita, and so on and so forth. So pretty much uh, he has a consort, but and they also have Balarams along, and as I've said before, in this case, three's not a crowd, so Balaram has a place there, serving. So um, we tend to, uh, you know, we we look at him in, in in both ways, as Bhagwan and as as Bhakta. Hmm. So he fills that role of a shakti, shakti, so to speak, in that sense, and when we look at him in terms of the bhava, I mean, what other form of Bhagawan is in, you know, sakiras with, with another form, or you can say they're all ekala krishna are sabritya, they're all in, all the other forms of God are all dasas, are all in dasya in relation to Krishna, ekala Ishwar krishna, Arsa, Bhritya Krishna alone is the Ishwar, all the others are or means servants. But that's really more a way of saying that they're all uh, uh, dependent, partial manifestations of Himself, um, subordinate in, in, in a sense, because they're not actively involved in, in serving Him. It reaches that point, you know, to some extent, from the just from the through the Godia lens, in consideration of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appearing and Mahavishnu coming as a, as a way to to, to to serve Him. Balarama, of course, well, we already that's a, that's already there as we we're saying. Um, and that's, of course, that's a Bengali saying of Chaitanya Charjan Ekala Ishwar Krishna Arsapritya. They're all, we would like to serve Krishna, but the opportunity doesn't present itself. But in Gauri Leela, but uh, the, the, um, uh, then again, we don't find Ram and Kurma. And we find the Shringa, of course, we talked about that. But uh, typically, they're, um, we uh, we don't find other forms of the Godhead in a service relationship or in a in a, um, um, a sur- uh, uh, functioning as a an ashray alambana vibhav of bhakti rasa with Krishna as the object or or another form, and as the object, hmm. but we find it. Uh, prominently in Balaram so uh, the tendency will be to look at him through through that lens for the most part I mean there are times of course when his uh, position as Bhagawan is more more prominent for example in the midday Krishna goes with some intimate friends um, far from the greater circle of uh, a friend's for meeting with the gopis and so forth and they're left with the other the balance are left with Balaram and and so then they're gonna serve him more as the object, right? Of love that, than seeing him as the as the ideal. I mean they see both, but but um, as the ideal of love and the way, so to speak. So um, so so um, and in uh, and that said, also uh, let's uh, you know the 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 vision. Let's say of Krishna and Balaram, the darshan of Krishna and Balaram. Someone may ask, well, you know, I'm interested in the, the Gopi Bab, so I don't think I should go to the Krishna Balaram temple because I want to see Radha and Krishna, not Krishna and Balaram. But what 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 do what do the Gopis say? Hmm. They say that the perfection of the eyes is to see Krishna and Balaram entering into the forest with their cows and their calves, and and, and even if you look at that from a very refined madhurya rasa perspective, Balaram was not eliminated. Hmm. Sanatana Goswami says they they, they 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 like very much to see Krishna uh, with Balaram because in his, his company, acting as the younger brother, he is very. Very charming, Hmm. more charming. Hmm. So, uh, hmm. so uh, yeah. No, you shouldn't think um, in that way. And and of course, Radharani is Bhakti Devi. So, as I say, everyone has a little bit of Radha in them, and. um, And she's not absent by any means in the worship of, of Gornathai. This is the most uh, powerful uh, uh, dispensation of bhakti, the world's ever known, coming through them together. And um, and that also, what in the context of Mahaprabhu, internally pursuing the uh, experience of himself through her eyes, through her bhava and the tenanga prabhu, assisting him in the in, in the task. So you, you know, she's how she, shall she not in the, in the picture, so to speak. So it's not that you, it's not that if you worshiping Gornathai and, and decide that you want to, uh, you, you realize that Munjari bhava is an ideal it's attainable, and you find. You should retire your Gaurnatai deities and like somebody once to tried to do with me. Um, tried to sell me his Gornatai deities because he decided he wanted to follow Manjari Bhava. I said, I'm not really buying <laughs> What are you talking about? So, um, you know, no, they're they're giving away what is by and I. Without the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu, you cannot attain the worship of of Radha Krishna. So we should be very careful. Mahabharu personally was very careful to repeatedly uh, point out the the importance of Nityananda Prabhu's significance. And he takes great pleasure, just like Krishna takes great pleasure in his friends glorifying Balaram as the elder brother and deferring to him he takes great pleasure in that so for his pleasure similarly he went out of the way at, at times uh, to um, make that point there's a, the 15th chapter of the Bhagavatam which is a, kind of an overview of the beginning of Paganda to the beginning of the Kishore um, Leelas it begins with Krishna's eulogy of, of, of Balaram which is considerable the number of uh, verses, hmm. and um, in this sense, the Bhagavatam makes clear that that in those verses, that, that Balaram is is Bhagavan, He's not a bhakta. He, you know, he, 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 in that sense, he's he's not a jiva like some th- Vaishnav think, hmm. or that he's a partial. Excuse me, incarnation of Anantasesh. No, no, it's the other way around, right? So the Bhagavata makes it very clear there. It goes, so Krishna to his How could it be more clear? Krishna himself is saying it, and uh, worshipping Balaram and so forth. Um, and there are other instances also in the Lila where he. Uh, um, Diverse to Balaram, and more so even in in Leela. Nityananda proved difficult to understand. Mahaprabhu, well, you want to make sure there's proper respect for him. And look at the, uh, the confessional writing of uh, Krishna Skaviraj in the fifth chapter of the Chaitanya Charitamrita Sadi where the subject is the ontological position of Nityananda Ram after. Um, explaining at length his, was it four or five, five verses on that subject, the extraordinary position of Nityananda Ram, who he is. He tells a story of how Nityananda Prabhu in his own home was misunderstood by his own brother who claimed himself to be a worshipper of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but he had no regard for Nityananda Prabhu. It's, 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 it's this huge contrast if you look at it the, of page after page after page of verse after verse after verse. of Nityananda Prabhu is an sesh and uh, the Vishnu with the Purushas and uh, and uh, the the Mool Maha Sankarshan if I could, the Mool Sankarshan and uh, the immediate uh, 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 Vaibhava Prakash of, of Krishna and, and uh, so the whole the dham is manifest by him, the material world is manifest by him, this extraordinary um, glorification with uh, and and uh, um, majestic, I want to say, um, description of Nityananda Prabhu. And then in his own house where his brother is a worshipper of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he had no Regard for Nityananda, but we think, how is that, that, that possible? Hmm. The brother could have this exalted understanding, and the other brother had, uh, thought he was somebody that shouldn't uh, that should be uh, uh, not invited to the Sankirtan party. Hmm. They had a Sankirtan party at the house, and when Nityananda's other self, uh, so to speak, um maniketan ramdas who is described in um um uh, as a uh, as as a incarnation of i think uh um, no Sankarshan, hmm. in 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 Gorlila. um so i mean it's just another way of saying as as the, the, the Leela narrative or the confessional, you know, writing of uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj uh, says that he, he was another Nityananda, for all intents and purposes. The description of him is very, you know, compelling. Tears pouring from his eyes whenever anybody saw him, they would cry, and and uh, different, uh, numerous. Sadhvi is manifesting all at once in his body, almost like kind of just an ongoing, regular uh, basis. Then he came to the house and he, he was you know, wear like I was saying the other day, wearing his baba on his sleeve. He had his flute and and uh, he would pop people on the head with his flute playfully, and if they would bow down on him, he would crawl on top of them and and so forth. Um, but um, he was he, uh, the watchful eye of Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami detected. I don't know if his brother it doesn't seem like his brother was home that day or something. I don't know what, but uh, through the through the way the pujari in the house um, um, conducted himself in relation to uh, Miniketan Miniketan Ramdas. Um, he could understand that, oh, in this house they don't have regard for Nityanandabu. And, and Miniketan himself detected it and broke his flute, like broke his Brahmin thread, you know, as the sages would, would curse somebody, something. Yeah. and he went out, left, and, and then my, that day my brother fell down, whatever, you know, that means. Then he became homeless and then Nityanandabu appeared to him in a dream with his Gopals, I told him go to Vrindavan and all your desires will be fulfilled, and it's a very touching story. And he tells it like I shouldn't tell this this, this confidential thing. How he came to me, and, you know, and mystically and so forth, and and uh, and you know, so ver- veritably through Nityananda Prabhu, we have the Chaitanya Charitamrita, right? Mm-hmm. And Radha is present in the Chaitanya Charitamrita significantly, so. Excuse me. Yeah, you cannot leave him out of the equation uh, of the uh, that that, uh, uh, that equals out to. <coughs> excuse me, love of Radha and Krishna. Mm-hmm. We were warned mm, repeatedly mm-hmm. by the person of Mahabrabhu, by later acharyas. I, I cited Narottam Tagore's song, a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Say as much, so don't forget the older brother. Mm-hmm. What else? This is if it's available online and I just haven't found it. Um, I just never heard from you at least the story of how you came to find the devotees and maybe just some how oh, I came to meet the devotees. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard that from you but unless it's all, um, unless I had didn't find it online. It's available. I've always been with the devotees.
1: So <laughs> <laughs> you know, sidebars
0: I can remember, that's my case. good fortune oh well I met the devotees at a festival a uh, famous festival a musical festival called uh, Woodstock <laughs> in upstate New York that's where I met the devotees that was nineteen sixty nine I think And um, they were, uh, at least the one I met was handing out peacock feathers and others were handing out incense (laughs) and asking for donations and I didn't have anything to give, you know, so I was broke. But um, it stuck out. It stuck out in in, in my mind. There was other things going on at the time, too, at the festival that were... uh, had a great potential to distract, but that's where I met the devotees, and then, um, sometime um, later I, um, I was living in the Midwest, and that was a festival in, in in the East Coast. And so, sometime later, I had to make my way to uh, to San Francisco, um, which was kind of a mecca at the time, or if, if you will. And on my way, I got a package of incense from somebody that said on the back of it, "If you chant this." Mantra in your life will be sublime. Hari Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare, Hare, Hari Ram, Hari Ram Ram, Ram 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 So I used to chant it. I thought, okay, that sounds good. I used to chant it, and um, and um, I wanted to um, meditate. I wanted to be. Uh, I, I read the book Siddhartha, and I and I. I really liked the monastic part of it. There's a part of it where he gives up the monasticism and and uh, gets married, and then he listens to the river, so to speak, and becomes enlightened, but I didn't like that part. <laughs> uh, so I was just attracted you know, to the uh, monasticism. But anyway, so I was uh, very much... Uh, curious to uh, know how to meditate and so forth and it wasn't like you had you know all kinds of people offering courses and what not. Uh, so um, I began collecting uh, books from other people's shelves with their permission that they were just sitting there you know, all these books and I was going to read them all and, and I, I, I wanted to become enlightened. So I used to sit and think, what will I do with myself? And then I thought I could do this, and then I would think it out, and it would just have been a dead end. You know, all of the prospects, materially speaking, that I could think of, they all just were not... I had this, this kind of sattvic sensibility that I couldn't be content with a, an attainment that, wasn't, that didn't endure. Hmm. And None of the attainments endured, in my perspective, or, uh, you know, they were... Um, anyway, so that was driving me to uh, um, turn inward and um, so I, I gathered books and whatnot and then um, in the circle of my my friends um, they were, you know, quasi-spiritual but I was too radical you know, for them and um, to, after a while to to, to to feel comfortable in their midst because the the level of the interaction and so forth I found to be um, uh self-centered and uh, and so forth and uh, so rather uh, I thought rather unbecoming so and i I took a vow and just to stop talking Mona brata and I used to just chant the Maha mantra. And then um, I met a girl, and and, uh, she got me to talk. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh,
0: I don't remember that, I wasn't, I'm not, it was a long time ago. and I, pr- I probably wasn't, you know, fully silent, but I it was more or less, you know, that was my idea, that these get these together, you talk, and everybody just wants to, you know, assert themselves, and for the most part, I felt, and I was, so I didn't, I didn't find it appealing. Um, but anyway, then um, um, I decided I had to leave the world meditate get away from the, you know this the, that time the hippie scene was leaving the world but I needed to leave the hippie scene so it was like a double you know I gotta find a you know alternative um, environment and so um, there was somebody had told me that you could you could go to Jamaica for fifty dollars if you could get to Miami. Sounds weird now I know but I mean it was uh, and so I thought okay, that sounds far away you know at the time I didn't I didn't know that there wasn't that there wasn't reggae music at the time or anything no knowledge about the Rastafarian culture or anything like that so I wasn't going there to smoke a big marijuana cigar or something which they have over there um, but uh, anyway I I uh, we. Uh, Uh, We, uh, as a couple, we um, uh, found our way from California to Miami, and it's a long story. But there, in Miami, um, I met the devotees again. Uh, We were in a crash pad, and and as it were, someone just had their house open. You can go. We stayed there, and it was New Year's. New Year's. Uh, Eve, that next morning, and and uh, the, the house I was in, the people were all sitting around, and they were all really despondent because their perspective was another year has gone by, and we haven't gotten enlightened yet. And I was kind of I'm kind of an upbeat, you know, guy, optimistic type, and so forth. And so they were really kind of bringing me down, and um, and I didn't fit in there very well. Not that I was going to stay there, but. At one point, somebody turned to me, I, I don't know, I turned to their bookshelf, because I used to look at bookshelves and say, well, you know, what do they got, you know? Mm-hmm. And there was this book, you know, K-R-S-N-A, big fat book, you know, with the dots under it, and that looks exotic, you know? And I've been chanting Hare Krishna, although, you know, I didn't, put it all together, so to speak. So I said, well, you know, what's that book, book is that? And somebody said, yeah, that's what you need, you need that book. Mm-hmm. So they gave me that book. Mm-hmm. And then they told me where they lived, so I went there that night. And I walked in, there was a Bhagavad Gita class going on, I forget who was giving it, he's a devotee that... I think you said Sridham. Yeah, Sridham. I think he passed away, right? Yeah. He was... Yeah. He was given uh, the Bhagavad Gita class. And, uh, he said, and just when I walked in, he said. and So he had, had actually was talking about he had just been with Prabhupada in Los Angeles, serving him, making garlands for him, and he was talking about that. And I found it just fascinating, you know, that idea of having a a guru. You know, I was looking for a guru. And uh, and then he said, and so uh, you know, if he once bow down and had prayed Krishna, my dear Prabhupada said, my dear Krishna, please help me. He said, that's your, uh, you know, that's all. So then everybody bowed down, so I bowed down, and that's what I prayed. And then there were pictures of Krishna and so forth. So I started putting it together a little bit more. The mantra goes with the you know the person the, from the Nam, the Rupa, you know mm-hmm. and um, and so then they were they went out that night in um, in Miami, uh, for New Year's Eve, they did hari Nam Sankirtan and and handed out back to Godhead magazine. so they asked us to come along. So I was given the task of mm-hmm. handing out the bag of bag of gear or the back the back the back to Godhead magazines to people and um, and so they uh, you know they they, they they thought I was a good candidate I think you know so they, they wanted me to stay but I had my50 dollars ticket to to Jamaica you know and I, so I was already <laughs> at this trajectory right mm-hmm. So I went to Jamaica and then we um, we went to um, Flew to Montego Bay, which is some of the main, maybe that's the capital, uh, big city anyway, and then we. Kingston, hmm? Kingston, okay, well, anyway, we went to Montego Bay. We flew into there, I think, and then then we went to um, another part of. No. Uh, I don't remember if I heard it. Uh, part of the island where it was somehow, you know, through the. Word of mouth—that was a place to go. And so I went all the way there. It was a long journey, and but they were the the Americans there, whatever the Europeans. They were the hippies. They were um, um, indulgent, you know, in in intoxication. And I had I had decided that that was nowhere. You know, that was not going to get anywhere. I had come to that conclusion, and. Uh, so I had to leave there and so I just left I just started walking and we went up into the mountains and uh, foothills mountains I don't know we were the only white people my wife and I we were married at that time she was pregnant so um so it was pretty normal (laughs) and um and we went up and up you know and I I mean it's just the weirdest thing I've got a backpack full of books you know the pregnant wife and here's this white guy and these (laughs) Jamaicans are coming out looking at us what the the heck is this I guess the word started to filter around you know through the hills you know we didn't know where we were going we were looking for some land a homestead or something and so um, word got out and this uh, Rastafarian guy who was like a, 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 a sadhu kind of figure right He came and greeted us, and he was quite nice. And um, he had uh, no longer smoked marijuana, which was, you know, like he had gone beyond it or something, you know, kind of a thing, I guess, in the eyes of the people. And he he was a real compassionate guy. So he took us in, and he gave us a piece of land on the hillside, Hmm. taught us how to grow roots and, and things like that, and helped me to build a bamboo hut. Live in which is easier said than done, and, um, and there we were set up, you know, for enlightenment for, for <laughs> a life in pursuance of enlightenment. I mean, it's not very well thought out, you know, <laughs> but babies were being born there too, you know. So, I figure what so. Um, but one of the problems was i would sit and meditate on the maha mantra and i also used to chant om hari om you know silently but there was lots of mosquitoes so was like they're breaking my meditation i, like, I can not i don't want to kill them but you know it's like they're killing me and um so some factors like that you know started to make it less uh, conducive than you might have thought and then um, And it rained, rained some. I don't know if it was a rainy season. I can't remember. But it rained and it rained and rained and rained and the wet, and the uh, bamboo hut uh, got wiped out. You know, (laughs) and and we had just like you know, built this thing, and and um, there were a couple of particularly uh, undesirable other guy that came around that uh, had uh, uh, was ill ill motivated. I slightly remember him. I have a I cut my almost cut my thumb off. I still have a scar on my hand here. Oh, maybe I can, oh there it is here, with a machete, trying to open a, a coconut. Uh, so you know it was a tough. <laughs> it wasn't wasn't really quite made for the Jamaican hills and uh, entirely. So anyway, I just decided one morning, I said, let's go find the Krishna people, we'll join them. So that's what I did, and I, I thought, you know, I'll go back to California. So then we, we landed in Miami, we chiked to California, and uh, I had the Krishna book with me. So all along the way, I chanted Hare Krishna, and you see the cows, and I knew the Krishna liked cows, and you see the cows in the you know, countryside and so forth. And, I would meditate on the cows and the and Krishna. That's what I did, and then uh, we read the Krishna book. And um, we got to Albuquerque. I have an older brother, and he was living there then. I don't know how you know I made the connections. There was no internet or anything, you know, or no GPS or anything, and I can't do without it. But you know, we just honed in and found my brother there. You know, we didn't have cell phones or anything. I don't know how that <laughs> happened and um and he had uh, i think uh, a uh easy journey to other planets mm-hmm. and um what was the other yoga book that came out with his? was wasn't it, it was uh, yeah. well, did not that come out yeah that yeah, one's the one krishna Constance. they were both the same size the same you know colors and stuff so he had those and i just gobbled those up you know like wow you know and um, at this point, I was I was a preacher, mm-hmm. you know. So, so I was excited about it, and animated by it, and uh, I tried to, you know, I didn't try it. I just, you know, naturally you know, impressed upon him, you know, the the uh, I, had, I found the, the the solution to it all, right? Um, but. Um, couldn't entirely catch him up and moved on, you know, in the trajectory towards California. When I arrived back in California, this was in, in, in Santa Cruz area, Santa Cruz Mountains, then they were surprised to see me back there, and, you know, I was all about Krishna, and everybody knew about Krishna, you know, kind of, the devotees, and it was kind of like, that's really, you know, you're dropping out, you know, to join them, wow, you know, that's... the they had the there was a kind of a at least in my circle was a kind of a feeling like they were like really you know you know it's one thing to grow your hair, it's another thing to cut it all off, you know <laughs> wear a robe, you know, holy cow, you know kind of a thing, so being radical, you know as I was, I was like, yeah that was I, so they anyway, I arrived there and they said, Hey, you know well, there's a festival in Berkeley for the Krishna people, you know tomorrow hmm so we rode up there in a Volkswagen van, of course. And um you know, there was a festival in uh, a Volunteer Park. And they had a big deity of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, like, you know, twenty feet tall or something like that. And it you was know, imposed like this and they, they just the festival just consid- consisted of chanting around, circling him around him, chanting, bringing him to the park and chanting all day long. There was no class or anything like that. There was a uh, a devotee, Pandurani, I think her name was, and she was uh, handing out halava hmm, at a table. And I came to the table for some halava, and she showed me a picture of Lord Jagannath, and she said, this is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. I said, okay. You know. Whatever that means. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> How I felt, you know. So uh, I remember then that I that I, uh, that, uh, I picked up. Um, they were they had all these carnations. Well, they were offering the deity. So I carnation fell to the ground. I picked it up. and I thought I'll throw it and then tr- see if he catches it. If he catches it, I'll know that I'm accepted. And and one hand was like this. I threw it and it landed right in his hand. I thought, okay, I'm in. (laughs) Nobody, you know, told me to join or anything, but they were just, like, into it, you know. And and if you joined, well, sure, go ahead, you know, chant with us. It wasn't like they were, like, had a strategy to how to, you know, bring people in. It didn't seem. So, I mean, you couldn't have found a more ripe candidate than me, and nobody asked me to join or anything like that. So I figured he accepted me. I guess that's it. So I went back to Santa Cruz, shaved my head. mm and uh, started getting glasses from the Christian book and, and chanting. And I had a a, a friend of mine uh, who didn't come up, um, who uh, we were staying with. He was a um, big, tall guy, and he had long black hair. He was a gay man, and um, whenever the devotees would come around and and do kirtan, he'd go out and put on a, a, an orange robe and, and chant, you know, with them like this, you know kind of a thing. So um, he saw me, I, I thought you're supposed to shave your head, that's what you do, you know. I've been accepted, so I shaved my head and I had a cut and whatnot. And he gave me something, he said, whoa, yeah, hey, i got something, you need more than me. So he went and got this orange robe and gave me the orange robe to put on, you know. So I put on the orange robe and there I was, you know. And uh, I used to give classes from the Krishna book. Hmm. This was in Santa Cruz Mountains in a town called Boulder Creek. And then the, the the devotees from Los Angeles, they came, some of them, three, four, five of them, came to Santa Cruz to open a preaching center in Santa Cruz, which was, you know, down the mountain at the at the ocean. And, uh, again, somehow or other, they, there was no Internet, but they heard about this guy up in Boulder Creek, you know. And so they... They came up to Boulder Creek and let me know I was doing it all wrong. <laughs> you can't do it like that. You can't wear that color. You're householder. You know you have to wear this color and this and that. Uh, okay, and uh, and they said you know you should come and join us. And so I came down and I joined them at the uh, at the preaching center, and um, and um, I used to go out and sell books. I used to sell back to God had magazines and. Um, And we had a book, Teachings of Lord Chaitanya at that time. We had the Macmillan Yellow, I think it was, edition of Bhagavad Gita. And um, so that's basically what I did. And I did good at it, so they liked me a lot. And I supported the, the preaching center to a large extent. We did that for about three months, and then Prabhupada came to Los Angeles, came to the United States, so we all went down there, Right. And then the told me, you "Stay here. Your wife is too too far along. It's been her pregnancy, so you stay here." And so then they gave me an apartment across the street from the temple. And um, and then I went out all day on, on book distribution. And that's, that's what I did. I went out and I used to go out and and I would chant with cartels for twenty minutes and stop, and then I would distribute books for an hour, and then I would chant. And that's what I would do. And then I'd bring the money back, give it to the temple. That was my life. Anyway, there's more to it, but uh, so that's the outline. <laughs> yes? Add a little something to that. When, <coughs> when I went to Los Angeles temple from the farm on the Big Island, uh, maybe February of 73, the first person I met was this Brahmachari, whose name we can speak in private. He was an interesting guy. And he came up to me and he said, he said Do you like Sankirtan? <laughs> I've been a devotee for four
1: years, you know. And I, yeah. Because Sankirtan, yeah. to me, meant going out on the streets
0: and chanting. And, you know, somebody takes turn passing that back to Godheads. Yeah. And I said, yeah, yeah, you know, I've been around for four years. I, I guess I must like it. And he says, You have to go see Tripper. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I had a repetition for <laughs> So, alright, we stopped stop there Shishi Gaurada Madhava Ki
1: Jai Bhakti Vrinda Gaur Primanam